Welcome to episode 10 of series 4. Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. If you enjoy My Beautiful Stories, please support us. We are currently unfunded and all your support is gratefully received. In today's episode, we finally reveal the winner of the Christmas ornament competition. We were really impressed with the amount and quality of all the entries and we took a little bit longer than expected to decide on a winner and the decision was harder than we had anticipated. There was a variety of styles and subjects and what all the entries showed us is that we all have a story inside us. Sometimes all that we need for that story to be told is the right environment or the right recipient or the right moment. And it's enough for someone to ask the question and for them to properly listen to the answer. After that long process of debating, we did come to a conclusion and this is what we have decided. We do have a winner and that will be the story for this episode. And we also have a very strong runner-up which we would really like to share with you somehow. And we'll try to find a way to do that before Christmas. And her name is Nicole Kunrad. Well done, Nicole. Thank you again to everyone who took part. It was a joy and a privilege to read these stories. And it was so excruciating to make a decision. You brought a lot of sunlight in our house this winter. Today's story about a special Christmas ornament was sent to us by Kaylee. The middle of December arrives every year mostly with joy and expectation as we dress the tree in the living room with golden baubles and mismatched ornaments and works of art brought home from school. It fills me with warmth every year as I watch my four children hang each one with reverence and expectation. When we met all those years ago, this man and I, and he shared with me stories of his friends, there was one whose personality immediately became etched in my mind. She seemed to sparkle in a way you don't often get to witness. He would speak about her, and it was like hearing the narrator of my life tell me, Pay attention. This one's important. It seemed to me like he had a ragtag group of misfit friends, each unique in their own odd way, brought together by chance. If you ask me about any of them now, now that we have our own lives and rarely speak to friends of times gone by, she is the only one I can remember clearly. She seemed to be at the heart of this unusual group. She had a looming and revered presence before I even met her in person, of which there were only two times. He would laugh this earnest laugh when he shared memories of her, and his face would light up every time her name would come into conversation. He had this beautiful platonic love that made me want to know her. When at last I did meet her, there was a light radiating around her. She laughed and the energy buzzed. 
she told a story, and everyone was hooked on every word she spoke. Life would happen over the years, as it often does when you least expect it, and she began to drift to the farther edges of the circle. Still, sporadic in its timing, she would share a story and laughter would be once again shared while our lives were being lived on opposite sides of the world. She seemed to be the kind of soul who, once she chose you as hers, she never left. Even while their lives split in different ways, she claimed him as her friend forevermore. And while I could tell she was a beautiful presence in the life of his pre-me life, she wasn't necessarily a presence in mine. I wasn't in her orbit, and so what right do I have to grieve? Who am I to share a story of the joy she gave to others? Right before the world turned upside down, while she herself lived an adventurous life on the other side of the world, she gifted my family a beautiful cross-stitch ornament for Christmas. She was a creative at heart, and one day she took the time to stitch trees and a mailbox with the abbreviation of our province, and with intention she tied a red ribbon with frayed edges on its hook, and then she took her time to mail it to our home for it to find its rightful spot on our mismatched tree. And then... A month later, she died. The ornament hangs on a branch beside twinkling lights as I write this, and it breaks my heart and warms my soul in equal measure. This story will forever be lacking in my mind because I was only privy to the smallest of sparks from her. Yet, she was a whole burning fire and a world without that energy is a dimmed place. I am not someone who becomes attached to objects, but I swear there is something magical about this seemingly mundane ornament. She once held it in her hands as she brought it to its beauty, and somehow she left in its fibers a flicker from her soul to live in our home every December, a gift I will cherish forevermore. for sharing your story, Kaylee, and congratulations for winning our competition. I, myself, always found it fascinating and interesting that as an added benefit of marriage or a long-term relationship, each side brings with them a baggage, a baggage in a positive sense of other people. And I always thought you can see in your partner a portion of their friends mannerisms, their behaviors, their values, their thinking. You can see how their friends and your partner's relationship with their friends changed them and formed them and made them who they are. But you took that even further, as I see it. You saw 
through your partner, the personality of the friends, of who they really are, who they are as a person, how special and unique they are. And you saw that through stories and subconscious and intangible behavior and signaling from your partner. I found that extremely fascinating. I also found it very commendable that you weren't jealous um, of that person, because I think a lot of us would be. Or maybe you were and just didn't tell us. But I anyway found that interesting in the story. Or maybe that just speaks of Kaylee's strong marriage. I must say, I also took this story as such an affirmation of our existence, of the point of existing. I will hold this story as a proof whenever I need it, that even in my darkest hour, for someone, somewhere, I really matter. That our existence is so meaningful in ways that we might not even begin to comprehend or be able to appreciate. And if I can also add that it can be a good motivator for us to improve ourselves. Because you never know who is watching or who you might be influencing. Just a reminder for us to always strive to be better. Also, having found myself in a similar situation once before, and um, it also regards my partner, as well as someone closely attached to him, I'm talking about your mom here, with whom unfortunately I wasn't able to spend as much time as I wanted, because she passed before her time. Yet I felt a deep connection with her. I must say that I really empathize with Kaylee's shyness in expressing her emotions, especially about someone that she wasn't connected to directly. For me, it sometimes felt like I was robbing you of your opportunity to grieve, or I was unnecessarily making a fuss. However, my reflection these days is that there are people in this life that shine a different light and whose spark is immediately apparent. And my question would be, what is more important? Is it the quantity of interactions with those people or is it their intensity, their quality? In Kaylee's case, this extraordinary woman was shining her light directly and indirectly over a range of people and thus left an imprint which lasts beyond her death. And is the fact that around Christmas time you, Kaylee, shared a tear for her and you remember her and you keep her in your thoughts, is that a sign of grieving or is it a sign of celebrating, of celebrating her existence, of celebrating her. Before we move on to the recommendation, we would like to remind you of the ways you can support us. We are grateful for all those who donate on our coffee account because that's what helps the podcast to go on. We have also added a Christmas story on our shop part of the account, so you can choose to donate as a monthly donation and thus unlock the features that come for the regular supporters. Or you can simply purchase the Christmas story, support us in this way, and 
add a little bit of uh, joy and sparkle to your Christmas. We are grateful for all your support. Thank you so much. And you can also help by subscribing, rating and reviewing the podcast on your podcast app. You can review multiple times and this is what helps the podcast be found by others. Our recommendation today is a double, two jazz albums, one by Krzysztof Komeda, Astigmatic, and the other one, Litany, by Tomasz Stanko. So we had an extensive discussion on that, what would be appropriate, and Alexander allowed me to go with a Polish angle. Uh, and it is, like she mentioned, a musical recommendation. And it is a story of how one person influenced someone else over a period of time. It's a story of a tragic Polish artist, a jazz pianist, who you might, whose music you might have heard in Roman Polanski's film, Knife in Water or Rosemary's Baby. But apart from writing the film music, he was actually a revolutionary jazz pianist and still resonates with the Polish jazz scene, but also much wider. Um, and is seen in that jazz scene as someone you should know. And the first album, Astigmatic, is quite avant-garde, but very listenable. Uh, it's avant-garde, it only has three pieces in it, quite long ones, but it's uh, it's fascinating to, to listen to, even if you are not necessarily a jazz person, I hope you will enjoy it. And as I mentioned, even though he died early, his music resonated through the generations. And another very known Polish jazz player, trumpeter in this case, Tomasz Stanko, has dedicated uh, an album entirely to the music of Krzysztof Komeda. And you can hear reinterpretations of some of the pieces from the Astigmatic, but also a couple of takes on the theme of Rosemary's Baby. And I hope that you will be able to see how the music of someone who died well before his time carries through different generations of jazz players. Thank you once again, Kaylee, and everyone who has sent a story to our Christmas competition. This is the last full episode of 2021, and therefore we would like to take this opportunity to say thank you for listening and for supporting us, and to wish you a peaceful winter holiday and a happy new year. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Happy New Year and until next time. Until next time. For more My Beautiful Stories, go to stories.com. You can also find details there on My Beautiful Stories Coffee Club, where you can support us.